Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the best of the men's room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Hello, Kyle. Welcome to the men's room. Hello. Hola. Hola. Kyle, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Okay, Kyle. I think you can answer this. What or who bit you? What or um, who bit you? Man, last time I got bit, it was a dog. It was my grandmother's dog. I was about like nine years old, just randomly walking by. And her, she had a Doberman pincer mix, and it turned and just randomly bit me. All the way down to my uh, bone on my uh, left arm. Oh, so that, was, uh, that was dramatic. Wow. What kind yeah, of, it was a... Uh, what kind of dog? Doberman. Doberman Pinscher. Doberman Pinscher, yeah. I don't, you don't see those much anymore. I just remember being terrified of them as kids because that's exactly what they... They leap through the air, their means of attack, like flying like Superman, and it's just mouth open, and then they bite onto it. But event. that was the... In the 70s, like, how people feel about the pit bull now, which, again, is stupid. It's the owner, not the dog. But that's the way you felt with Dobermans because most people that got Dobermans we're also the a-holes in the neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. Spike Collar and doing all this stuff. And my neighbors across the street had this Doberman named Fritz for four years. And this dog barked at me every day. And this thing, so they always had it chained up outside, right? And this thing would bark and snarl. And I'm just waiting for the bus. And I'm an elementary school kid. And this was years, man. And I remember the day came that his chain broke. And I'm just like, you have got to be kidding me. Comes tearing across the street. It's just me and the dog. The dog jumps up on its hind legs. I'm thinking this is the end. Basically, it just put me in a hug. Just licked your face. No, didn't hug me, didn't lick me, but its tail just wagged. It kind of, like, just hugged me. And when the bus showed up, like, I get on the bus. And I, and keep in mind, my mind, Fritz, is a murderer. Fritz is a serial killer. He knows that I know his secret, and all it wants is for me to die. This is the way I saw that dog. I get on the bus, nothing. All right, whatever. Next day, I get up, man, I'm looking for Fritz. Sure enough, comes charging across the street again. This is it. This dog would just hug me until the bus show. Nice. Somehow, for yeah. four years of being berated by this dog, it determined that we were friends. I've, and frankly, uh, Ted, it's like when you meet the really big guy who wants something. I was okay with that. I've been bitten by numerous animals. Dobermans are coming back. Yeah, they are. I know. I've seen I've seen a couple Good. of them lately. Uh, smaller ones, are weirdly. You know, either that or what I, was, are those I was little at the time. And no, maybe what they, are those they, they little Dobermans called? Because I, I said this to someone. like, are not oh, talking about men pins. I, I don't. Is that what they're called? Like the real tiny ones? Yeah. It yeah, it's a stupid. miniature pincher. Mm-hmm. Oh. When Dr. Gomez, uh, God uh, bless but his soul. it's cuter to call it a min pin. One day he decided no, he was going to take my face off, so he grabbed a hold of my nose with his mouth, and he was holding on for dear life. Now, the problem was, was he was also inside the nostrils with his mouth yeah. on the outside, right? So I could not figure out a way to pry his mouth open. He's like, ah! He was in there really tight. So, I mean, you know, this is probably six, seven months ago, eight months ago. Well, the other day I get this huge zit on my nose. Mm-hmm. It's like the kind where you can't really see it, but it just hurts for days before yeah, I have it one right now. Dead. Let's see. Okay, well, as soon Oh, no, as, I can see yours. Mm-hmm. As soon as it did it, it started pushing out that, that scar from his fang in there. And, like, and I had this whole big line going through the middle of where he, like, opened me up. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. Really? Oh, yeah. It just made it real. It swelled it out. I was like, Gomez. I see what you did there because I totally forgot about it. Hey, man, look, this is how cats are. When we lived in Baltimore, the place I lived, my cat would just leave in the middle of the night. I did not care anymore because it got to the point about 4.30 in the morning, he'd meow outside of the bedroom window. I would open it. He'd jump into bed. No big deal. So there was this one dog. Oh, it was a chow. And the woman that owned it was this German woman. And the dog's name was Honey. So this dog would make it a point 
to come up to my window every freaking morning and bark through the window, man, to turn to sleep. And he and the cat just had their thing every day like clockwork. Stay comes, there's a knock on my door. It's like, Jesus Christ, man, get up. And it's this German woman, and uh, she's there with honey, and honey's wagging her little tail. And in this German woman's palm is this teeny, tiny claw. And she's like, um, I believe this is from your cat. It was stuck in the side of my dog's face. I'm like, oh, oh well, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, That's yeah. exactly where it should have been. I'll give it back to him. Random, random, Thanks. random, 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 <laughs> random, random, Yeah, random, like we random, needed that. Random, the reason we asked, random, by the way, what or uh, who bit you, a fisherman lucky to be alive? After a crocodile jumped out of the water and bit him on the hand. Damn. 24-year-old Queensland man was fishing with a friend in a northern territory when the reptile attacked. The crocodile crept up on the two men and jumped from the water, biting down on the 24-year-old man's right hand, causing serious injuries. His friend was able to drive him to a nearby hospital. Uh, We don't have any condition on his right hand. He did uh, undergo surgery on his hand and fingers. He remains in uh, stable condition. They were not uh, able to identify the type of crocodile that attacked him. I Does not matter? I don't think it, I, I don't care. Like the big one with yeah. all the teeth. I mean. He took, I don't <laughs> care. Does it matter what, what breed of, of shark took a chunk out of my leg? Right, like, was it a makeover? Like, oh, it's much cooler to be hit by a blue or a tiger or a bull. Like, really, I got bit by a shark. Does, I like being bit by a hammerhead. That's they, they, don't, they really attack humans. You don't and, know that. You uh, don't know that. never been a documented shark. history of, of a hammerhead shark. That means that everyone attacked died. And all witnesses died as well. They are gigantic. That's what man. I'm they saying. They are huge. I think I've Miles was attacked seen, by a hammerhead. I can't confirm it because I saw it biting them. I've I seen got the one hell in the wild. Water. You have no idea how big these things you are. You have seen one in the They're, wild. They are incredibly big. They're like 12, 13 feet long. And they look that dumb. You almost uh, feel bad for them. I mean, though few attacks have been recorded. Oh, few. few atta- okay, that's never, never been a death. Ted, keep reading. <laughs> I'm telling you, hammerhead shark. Well, that also makes my point. Never kill yeah, anybody. Yeah, there is a choice in sharks. This one never gets the job done. Eat me. Okay, try to. All right, all right. And that yeah, would you rather be mauled and not die? Oh, the tiger didn't kill him. It just ripped his throat open and he bled out of. I'm telling hammerhead, like, look, you stupid looking shark. Yeah, I want. One, I want to be hit by a Greenland shark and it hits me and, ma- and skins me like a corkscrew. They don't do anything. That'd be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Random, random, random. Hello, Sean. Random, Welcome random, to the men's room. Random, 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 random. Hola, bitcholas. Hola. Sean, welcome to the program. Random question, question. No human fatalities from the hammerhead. You're right, Miles. Thank you. Yeah, but that's from Hammerhead hey, man, News. I just had to get you. you don't want me to want to say I want to see hi to you, Miles, the Thrills, the Ted, and of course, my cop, and of course, uh, the bunny over there in the background. How you doing, baby? Wow, that just got ugly and, uh, no, <laughs> no, I feel for you, Robin. <laughs> we're going to take a break. I think we're done with a random question. Is that okay, our little bunny? Let's just, uh, oh. let's get out while the getting's good here. And oh. Oh. Hey, little bunny, could you hit the button and let people know that we're going to commercial Jesus break? Jesus Christ. Oh, the little bunny. Oh, by the way, Miles, someone says, Gomez was able to get his mouth through a Miles' nose? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, nice comedy career. <laughs> it's in your living room. Right in your living room. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for... Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, yeah. Ryan Castle, are you there? What's happening? How are you, man? Uh, I'm all right. How are you guys doing? We're doing lovely. We're doing yeah. lovely, man. How's uh, how's life in the uh, in the basement dungeon studio treating you? Um, it's real good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it it beats going to work every day. That's for sure. And seeing our smiley faces, you don't miss us just a little bit. There's nothing that says, you know what? As much as I can't stand dealing with those guys, it's crap. I really do miss seeing their smiling faces every day. There's not not even a thought like that. I don't all. smile, so that's not out. But just miss our faces. Mm-hmm. If it'll help Ted get a full night's sleep, I miss you. Okay, <laughs> oh, thank you. We miss you too. We miss, we miss having our our lovely coworkers. Uh, okay, okay. So uh, Sunday Castle. is uh, is Mother's Day, and I know that uh, that Ryan that uh, we all have 
very different individual mothers as far as their tastes and things and everything else. Well, and I, I know I don't I don't really I, as you guys know I I don't have an actual mother. I was grown in a lab. Right. Yes. That is right. But you say and like in uh, in in your in your mom uh, she lives on the eastern side of the state, and so when you go and right. visit her, Texas. whether it's a it's a birthday or. Uh, whether it's Mother's Day or whatever, uh, she has a very, very uh, distinct palate, a uh, very complex palate. So you normally take her out to dinner to one of the finer dining establishments that she enjoys. Right. Well, you know, uh, when she lived in the Tri-Cities, anyone who's visited any one of the three beautiful Tri-Cities knows that uh, they are known for their great cuisine, of course, and their outstanding restaurants. So I did go over there once to visit mom and I said, look, it's your birthday. I'm going to take you wherever you want to go. You pick the nicest restaurant you can find. And of course, we went to the Red Lobster. All right. Oh, That's yes. what I'm talking about. See, did that I, sounds like a decent time but to wait, me. Did I get, who did I give the, uh, the gift card? Was it you, Ted? Or- I don't. Oh, I don't know. Did they give it to you, Castle? Again, when my I daughter was born, this is a newborn baby, toothless, all the stuff. My uncle, God bless him. He, he, well, he's no longer around, but he was a family drunk. But unbelievably, <laughs> man, he sent this mm -hmm. envelope. You know, congratulations, new kid. Couldn't believe it. Everyone was excited. I opened it up and uh, for my newborn infant, because it was to her, uh, $25 gift card to Red Lobster. Yep, okay. And I know I gave it to someone. Ted, what is, the, what is your plan uh, for Mother's Day? Uh, honestly, I have a friend that uh, you guys might have met that is a chef, and he is preparing something ah, and dropping okay. it off. Right. Is he really? Yeah. That is awesome. That's a, well, okay. it helps put money in his pockets. So. Yeah, to yeah, totally. Oh, uh, my he's mom, not uh, selfless. My, my mom went through some medical stuff recently, so she's been kind of in the hospital and out and all that, and she's been eating hospital food, but she has to change her diet, and one of the harder things to get in West Virginia is fish. So I'm talking to my mom, and I'm like, Mom, can I get you anything for uh, Mother's Day? You know what I mean? She's telling me all this stuff, and I'm like... And I, I normally send her flowers or vase or whatever every year. And uh, and I, she says, no, please don't send anything. I just, I, I don't need anything. You know, a card's fine, whatever. I was like, what if I uh, fly out a big bag of a uh, box of salmon out of Pike Place Market? She's like, oh, hell yes. And Send my, it. And my mom never cusses or anything. Right. So, like, right away, I was like, all right. So, uh, she is hopefully getting a box of coho salmon <laughs> from Pike cool. Place Market, which does not sound like the most, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, thoughtful gift in the world. That's what she wanted, though, and she'll eat every bit of it. So sure. I felt like, okay, this is a good gift. Steve, do you have any idea what you're doing? I'm sure I'll FaceTime my freaking mom and say, what's up, man? That's going to be what's happening? Dude, I'm not in control of this. Whatever I'm told is going to happen okay. is what's going And I'm sure... It'll be much more meaningful than anything I can come up with because, again, my plan is FaceTime a freaking mom. Okay. So Sunday's all about right. the mom. For, and uh, and yeah, Ryan, for you. For everyone listening, there's always the safe fallback, which is uh, sexy pajamas <laughs> for your mom. Mm. No, you wear them when you FaceTime her. These are 10 <laughs> songs about your mom on Sid and Spin. 10, number 10. There ought to be a Hall of Fame for Mama. Oh, God. I don't Do like her that much. Talk down to Glenn Campbell. <laughs> All the women in my house. Yeah, but that's because you're at your house. That's unfair. Right. Are you going to sing this for your mother? I told you, but my mother's a petri dish. <laughs> mother's a petri dish. <laughs> Jesus. These are ten songs about that. your mom. Stole that from a Hallmark card. <laughs> Calling her mama kin sounds like you're not sure if she's your mother or not, or maybe you don't know who your dad is. Or right, that's a, it feels very West Virginia to me. Mama kin, she's the one who spit me out between your legs 23 years ago. <laughs> mama kin is the woman who calls her son Junior, even though he's not a junior, he's just a son. Mama kin right. had a spit jug beside her when she gave birth. My grandmother used to have a spit jug. She didn't have a spit jug, dude. She would take an empty half gallon milk. She gave birth and to a just, giant loogie before I came out. Every time you talk to her, stand it. Hip. <laughs> like, ah, God. It's a Corona loogie now. <laughs> Ten songs about your mom. Eight, number eight. Do you think they'll drop the bomb? You know, it's interesting. Not all of these songs are endearing towards mother. No, they're not. All of these should be a singing card from Hallmark on Mother's Day. But I'm not going to ask my mom if they're going to break my bees. <laughs> mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Mother from Pink Floyd. What an upbeat, too. Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Ten songs about your mom. Seven, number seven. Your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock. 
It's like Footloose. I know, the song is so... I grew Dancing up is illegal. Them. Music is the devil. It's like an old school diss track. It really is. It is. Yeah, this is the first diss track. Right? Oh, yes? Well, your mother does not dance, and your father does not rock and roll. That's Kenny Loggins, this, isn't it? That yes, average, Log- uh, Loggins and Messina. I thought this song was older uh, originally, and then I looked it up like, no, that's Loggins and Messina. Yeah, yeah Could have done the Poison version, too. Right. Oh, uh, Kenny God. Loggins, a lot of people, you know, you know he's from ever, but you forget the Messina was from uh, Monroe. Was I didn't it? know that. No, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Since number six. I've seen your face a hundred times. I feel like this would be really creepy. Every day we've been I think even your own mother would be like, I think you need therapy. Okay, in all honesty. I know it's Mother's Day, but uh, typically when this song comes on in the office, uh, we always have the same line for it, which is... Uh, when they were initially recording it, uh, Sharon, right? Yeah. So Sharon goes, Alzi, Alzi, I really think that you need to, to add uh, home. <laughs> I think it would really change. But that's not what the song's about, no, Sharon. I think it's very important that you say home at the end. I don't know home. what people will think if you're just going with you have. That. Alpha, okay. <laughs> Please okay. add home to the end. Ten songs about your mom. Five, number five. Doctor, please. Now, if what I didn't know any better, I think this song was about drugs. What drug particularly <laughs> was this? We know it's not Quaaludes because it's it's definitely an upper. So what upper is she taking in the morning? I mean, just straight speed, I guess. You could use my... Probably. Yeah, probably just straight yeah. speed. Yeah, There's amphetamines. Your, um, your amphetamines work big back then. Yeah, your mom's on speed. Ten songs about your mom. <laughs> four, number yeah, that's four. where babies come from. I'm sure the Eminem Mother's Day card. I thought is... he hated his mom. Yeah, well, a lot of songs are about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Happy he, may have, he may have said something about that once or twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had a conversation earlier today how funny it would be if Michael McDonald sang this song. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me, mama. <laughs> we can do all these songs of Michael McDonald if you wish. Yeah. Yeah. Three, number three. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, uh, that's a hell of a fantasy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, God. mom. Ten songs about I, your mom. Yeah, I never really thought about this one before. Number two. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. It's just solid advice because they won't win in the playoffs. That was correct. Uh, There's also no job of being a cowboy anymore, is it? I mean, it just seems like it'd be a tough profession to break into. Oh, they're not going to pay you, even though you've been their franchise quarterback. Ooh. <laughs> Bring in this redheaded cowboy. He's going to get a concussion. <laughs> a redheaded cowboy, yeah. Hey, uh, seriously, don't forget. Uh, with Joe Buck. Yeah, if you haven't done anything, Mother's Day is uh, this Sunday. These are 10 songs about your mom on Sin and Spin. What? Number one. Blood of Imagine Glenn Danzig doing your mom. Oh, mother! Oh, that'd be the worst visual ever. Oh, God. I want you new to open my pants. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Castle. We appreciate sort of. it. Yeah, Enjoy thanks. Red Lobster. <laughs> Have a wonderful one. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. What made the words of name memorable? 844-999-OLA. Hello, Brian. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. Uh, so I have a few uh, quick ones. Uh, one, but this is all when I was in the Army. Uh, I had a, a, a Lieutenant Colonel Sanders, and then I had a, uh, in basic training, there was a private dancer. Oh, no. Private dancer. Dancing yeah. for money. I'm sure he didn't hear that every day of his life. He got that from the drill sergeants nonstop. And then the, uh, the other one, uh, the drill sergeant was so excited about it. He goes up to the first sergeant and he has, he has this private go up to the, to the first sergeant and he's an Eskimo. We had a lot of Eskimos uh, when I was, when I was uh, going through basic and he's, he goes up to him and he's like, tell the first sergeant your, your, your first name. He goes, Walter first sergeant. And he goes, okay, what's your last name? Walter first sergeant. So your full name, 
Walter Walter for surgeon. <laughs> it was Walter Walter. Walter Walter. His parents named him Walter Walter. Yeah, apparently. Are they just that lazy? What are you going to name your kid? Hill. Look, it's already the last name. Mm-hmm. Hill Hill. Well, didn't George Foreman name all of his kids George, Georgette, some form of George? Isn't there like that? I don't like think it's Georgette. Sons? I think it's all I George. I think they're all George. They Even the George. daughters. Okay. I think they're all George. They have to hate him, right? Well, that also, I'm thinking if it was Eskimo, right? Maybe that was just like a, maybe he had a different name and changed it for the army. But when you come up with something know. more clever. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, again, when you have the opportunity to come up with a name, I wouldn't be like, uh, Davis Davis. Like, My name is Ted Smith. True. Hence, the Ted Smith. Right. Ted S. Cool. Yeah. Right. That's why I was always messing with it. <laughs> Do you think there's ever been a Captain Crunch? Right? So Gotta be. There's a Colonel Sanders. That's not that unusual. Colonel, but the problem is it's Captain Colonel, it's, Morgan. He's, he's a Colonel. So even right. if he's in, you can't go talk crap to a Colonel. So even you can't say, hey, how's the finger licking going today, Colonel? Because he's You can Colonel. if I'm the Captain. Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, that's the, the thing. There are certain he people He needs who can. to be a general because that way nobody can make the joke. You think there's a Captain There's nobody with the last name Crunch. There's been a General Mills? Yes. That's there has to have been a General oh, yeah. Mills. Right? Without question. What <laughs> one made the words of the name memorable? Eight four four nine 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 Ola. Yeah, Miles, you're right. There's only certain people that can make fun of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a ridiculous. Ooh, you're statement. a little extra crunchy today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, David. Welcome to the men's room. Get it? <laughs> Hola, David. Debbie. Debbie. Hey, he's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Figure out your phone. Hello, Jack. Welcome to the men's room. It's Kyle. Jesus. Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Hola, Welcome hola, to the Kyle. men's room. Hola. Hola. We sure that was so David? This? Yes. <laughs> what? No, then you're good, Kyle. You're, go ahead, Kyle. Oh, so this is a story from when I went to uh, high school back in Maryland. I graduated in Frederick, and one of the kids, he was a grade ahead of me, but uh, his first name was Jack, and his parents had a German last name. And it was pronounced Knopf. Knopf? Are you kidding? So whenever he got called, it's Jack Knopf. Is Jack Knopf here? Did you go to his graduation? He had an older sister named Allie. And because how school systems read everything alphabetically, it would be, well, Allie and Jack Knopf report to the office. Oh, God. Jesus. (laughs) I mean, mean, were they? Never got to live it down. You'll never live it down. At no point in his life is he going to live that down. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't even matter. I could be a judge, you know, presiding over some serious case. It's a double homicide, and this guy's a defendant. I'd be like, what is your name again, ma'am? Like, all right, we're going to take a five-minute recess for uh, his, uh, his honor to go back in the chamber and laugh. Yeah, I mean, we always talk about cops chasing down naked people. They must run into some funny names. That just Oh, they have to. I, mean, I think you could probably just laugh about it. <laughs> That's not even the weirdest part of Frederick. What, uh, what made the words or the name memorable? 844-999-OLA. <laughs> Hello, Brian. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So I just, I had to share because I used to live in Montana and like I was inspired by that story with the Indian name and that guy in the army. Okay. And um, so there's two names that I knew of in Montana that really stood out. One was this kid named Robert the Boy. Robert. And then another was a, a guy, his name was Fish Wolfrobe Fish. I'm not kidding. Fish Wolfrobe Fish? Yes. And what was the first guy's name again? Robert the Boy. Like, that was his last name. Robert the, the Boy. boy. Oh, the Boy is his last name. The Boy. <laughs> the Boy was his last name. Oh, yep. Du Bois. So was it like B-O-U-I? Was it French? I-S? Like Du Bois? No, 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 no. It was no. Like, like The Boy. Like, totally Anglo. The, the Boy. boy. Oh, the, the Boy. boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad name if you're a rapper. Right. No, probably not. Oh. <laughs> Dang right, Miles. I'm like, we had that. You, you know don't like, want to hear a lot of those Indians rap. <laughs> and there's a huge rap I'll scene in Montana. I'm this is a black dude. Right. <laughs> Man, I bet you didn't stick out there. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, I figure. <laughs> Every woman in the state wanted to have sex with you. Oh, my God. Hey. Oh, yeah, and you know what? It's funny enough as it is because when you're not the stereotypical black dude, that wears off real quick. Oh, wears off. That's, yeah, wears so you get to show up to school wearing chains. Or... That, like the black dudes that are stereotypical get in trouble and are abusive, like they cling to that. They love it. But if you're not and like you have a little bit more sense, it wears off quick. 
That's why I slap every person I meet. <laughs> every person I meet. I'm black again. Just bitch slap, Brian. I'm telling you, the chicks come running from everywhere. Kick I mean, open. whatever I'm doing isn't working, so I got to do something. All right, Brian, right? I'll give you a few pointers. Slap everyone you meet. Don't leave a good tip. You'll be A-OK. <laughs> hey, yeah. and make sure you show up late to whatever oh. it is. Why is that? <laughs> it's stop riding black the Black people time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I we got to run this. All right, the black person time, it doesn't matter what time zone you're in, if you are black, our time zone is about 15 minutes behind yours. So everything is 15 minutes late? J- huh. At best. Black people time is yeah. BPT? Yeah, BPT. <laughs> now you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, oh yeah, welcome to By it, By the man. way, you guys got me nostalgic for the East Coast, too, because uh, I have family in Arundel Mills, Maryland, and my grandmother's boyfriend is from there, too. Arundel Mills, that's all mall now. It is one giant mall in <laughs> yeah, exactly. casino. That's where you can go get a drumstick and watch the people joust at dinner. What the hell's the name of that place? Medi- medieval Times. Medieval Times. Medieval that times. is also where we would uh, sneak booze and our Coke and we had to do a broadcast from oh a place called Jillian's. And they had a 24-screen movie theater, I believe it was, and it had to close down for a little while because all the rats that were dropping out of the ceilings. Remember that? You're kidding me. I remember before we moved here, I went to the Costco there and bought the biggest thing of Old Bay I could. <laughs> Want more of the Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Who or what was responsible for destroying the thing? 844-999-OLA. Hello, Jared. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. Hello, my friends. Oh. Uh, sweet. So, yeah, uh, I work for Coca-Cola out of Tacoma, and I'm a truck driver for them. So I deliver to everywhere and anywhere. Um, you name it, I've probably seen it. Um, but I was in a Walgreens down in Centralia one day, and uh, I had to go to the bathroom really bad. I couldn't wait. So I ran to the bathroom, and Walgreens, if you don't know, they have locks on all their on all their uh, stuff because they don't want the tweakers to, to uh, inject and all that in there. So I had to go find a... Uh, person to let me in. Anyway, I got in there. I he, there was only one stall, and then there was one urinal. So I took up the the stall because there was nobody in there. And so I was in there doing my business, taking my time, uh, actually on my phone. And uh, anyway, the door opens up, and I'm just doing my thing. I don't think anything of it. Uh, I don't hear anything. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, and then eventually. I'm, I'm sitting there, and the guy comes up to the, the stall door and yanks on it, gives a little tug, and notices I'm obviously in there, so he's like, um, j- just proceeds to stand there. And uh, all of a sudden, I, uh, this guy, he couldn't wait. I see his feet uh, backwards pointing away from the, <laughs> the urinal. Oh, no. <laughs> and literally, he just goes to town. He couldn't hold it. He goes to town on the in this thing. I I finished my thing shortly after that, like maybe a maybe five seconds after he decided to made his decision. And uh, I come out of the stall and I just look to my left, and he dropped Chow. He was he had his arms braced on the wall, and he was just full out destroyed this urinal. And I just look at him. I didn't say a word. You don't need to lock eyes. What's up? Said you don't need to. Mm, he's probably a Pepsi drinker. <laughs> yeah, he probably. Yeah, he was. Oh. He was probably. Yeah. yeah, that's but, what you get. Yeah, <laughs> Pepsi, huh? I, uh, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even wash my hands. I just. It was kind of nasty. I just. I didn't even wash my hands. My thought was just leave the <laughs> right. leave the area. But he was uh, crapping and, in the urinal. Oh yeah, he was. He literally is one of those. Like he blew it up. So I. I came in. I came in after that and uh, to wash my hands. Maybe about ten minutes later, I was filling coolers and stuff, and decided to wash my hands. And um, the guy was the guy was polite. He, uh, you know, he cleaned up the urinal. There was no trace, but he had literally crapped his pants because uh, there was debris on the floor. And uh, yeah, I, I heard his. I think the lady he was with uh, asking when I was out stocking shelves. In the meantime, uh, asking if they had uh, any spare like um shorts or something they could I knew yeah they got depends <laughs> you sure do yeah right yeah maybe you right? should buy a pack dude it's so unsubtle like <laughs> do you have any extra shorts only one thing has happened to provoke anyone to ask that question oh my god was this a, yeah, was this was... a i mean could you see the look on his eye that he was terrified and this was not the position he wanted to be in or did this look like this was an any day everyday occurrence 
Oh yeah, he 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 looked like he was uh, pretty embarrassed. Yeah, and okay. uh, right. yeah, I I felt bad for him. Sure. I just was like, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. I, you know, I I would. What would I do in that situation? You know, <laughs> exactly. Listen, uh, sadder the sink. I mean, you got two <laughs> it's not so much that I feel bad for you. It's more that I understand why I'm so yeah. glad that it's not me. Didn't you pee in somebody's kitchen sink one time, Ted? You know, I did. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, uh, you know what? I had an right. upda- I have an update on that story. Oh, you do? I do. Okay. Because uh, this guy I used to coach at basketball camps with him. And uh, earlier this year, unfortunately, we lost Coach Wooten. Who, this is how I met him. was through Coach Wooten's basketball camp. So I saw the guy, which, by the way, number one, I still tell these stories because I remember everybody frozen at age. Right. Mm-hmm. I will not say where, but this man is a Division II college basketball coach. All right. <laughs> So we're sitting there uh, after the wake, and we're just drinking beers and trading stories. So finally, I had enough beers, and I go, all right, well, I got one that old, what's his name, has never even heard. And he's uh, like, what? <laughs> I go, remember that time we went out, and we drank Red Bulls and vodkas for like the first time, because the Red Bull had just come out. He's like, yeah. And I go, and we had to be super quiet, but we didn't, we still hung out because your wife, somebody had died. And he goes, yeah. Like, I remember all that. I go, I peed your sink and I stole that donut. <laughs> he was like, USOB. Like, I knew. I, was, I didn't know what you peed in my sink, but I knew you gripped that donut. Well, it wasn't like the bathroom was down the hallway, so you didn't want to wake anybody up. Here was, up right, or here was the whole like deal. It was like, it was one of those things where, like, me and this guy hadn't really hung out outside of camp, right? right. So, you know, like that first time you're going to hang out with a coworker who you're excited to. Yeah. Right? Sure. So, me and my buddy go up there to hang out with him. And he's like, listen, we just got awful news. Like my uh, somebody very important. So there's all these people were coming over to his house to sleep that night. But we decided we'd still go out and tear it up and then just sneak in at the end of the night and everything would be fine. But honestly, I was so scared to walk because there's bodies laying around. Right. So I just I kind of freaked out. and was like, screw it. I'm just going to pee in the sink. <laughs> Went back to sleep on the floor in the kitchen. And then when I woke up, I took the donut. We're still friends. <laughs> and you just let him still know friends. this. I just let him know that. And I, that's like you just like. in your kitchen sink and I ate your donut. <laughs> First time ever over. While people were there. Slept on your kitchen floor. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. No, I get it, man. <laughs> just, I mean, look, in retrospect, we should have never gone out that yeah. night and decided right. it'd be sure fine to sneak back in. I don't think walk. I've ever peed in the kitchen sink. I have peed in the kitchen sink. I have peed yeah. in the sink. I don't know if I've ever peed in the kitchen sink. Really? Maybe I have, yeah. I That's all drains. I know, I know, I know that, but it's different. It all goes in the same place. The kitchen, it does. You have a garbage disposal? All right, I'm going number two. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I've been thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> it's been a struggle. Oh, what are you doing? Don't oh, worry about it. That would be the <laughs> ultimate. <laughs> to poop in someone's sink and, and flip then to the turn garbage on the garbage disposal. I mean, could you imagine but, the smell coming out of that thing? Yeah, but, and make the water real, real, real hot. But if they have real a garbage hot. disposal, you have real to. Real hot. You have to. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, you don't. You right. pooped in my kitchen that's sink. Like, that's like, I have a garbage that's disposal. Like, I thought the upper decker. Get rid of it. That's one above the upper Turn decker. Turn it on. It's like the upperest decker. It's next to the sink. <laughs> I think you could pull it off. There's a garbage disposal. That's what I mean. You wouldn't turn it on. I can't believe you've never peed in a kitchen sink. I think maybe I have. I don't know. I mean, I've, that like, means you have. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. I've never pooped at a garbage disposal. <laughs> well, all right. Neither thrilling on. But I want to now. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a high of, bar to set. <laughs> Bucketness. <laughs> Surely someone has. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Who is our next contestant ready to play the big game? Hello, Aaron. Welcome to the men's room. Hey! Aaron's back. Aaron, no sober, not sober. Man, I've been on hold for 45 minutes. I'm not sober. All right, Aaron. What are you doing? Enjoying some uh, beverages? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little that, you know, smoking some of the, uh, what do I got? I got some Jack Carrere here. It's pretty nice. Oh, that's, uh, that's one of the original strains from back in the day. Yeah. All right, men's room go. poll. Uh, in honor of mom, uh, Aaron, where are you going to go for her to have sexy time? Joe Exotic, Dog the Bounty Hunter, Nicholas Cage, or Dennis Rodman? Mm, so this Mother's Day, I got to pick who she picks. So let's go. Let's go, Nick Cage. Nick Cage, it is. Nick Cage. Awesome is. news. <laughs> awesome. Awesome news. I'm gonna quote all my movie stories. Say, hey, I want to see your valley, girl. We're gonna honeymoon in Vegas. Then we'll be leaving Las Vegas. It could happen to you. Jesus. I tell you, my You're eight right, millimeter that, that penis. Damn good thrill. You think oh, it's spot on? You, you think it's great? Yeah, I do too, Aaron. It's I can't wait for. Yeah, more. it's great. Yeah, really. It's good stuff. Yeah. And by the way, to everyone listening. 
You're welcome. All right, here's your question. Multiple choice. What beer also has the oldest logo in the world? Is it Guinness, Stella, Heineken, or Chang? Uh, I think it's Guinness, right? That's what I thought. Stella. It is Stella Artois. Stella? 1366. Same logo. That's Art- terrible. I Art- wish it was Guinness. Artois sounds dirty, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. yeah I'm not, I want to see your fan. mother's Artois tonight. <laughs> you can't get mad because you don't know what it is. <laughs> tasty Artois. Uh, she has a tasty Artois. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Feel <laughs> dirty. God. I, yeah. 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 But the accent, spot on. It is spot, spot on. on. Spot on. Thank you. Thank you. Spot on. <laughs> All right. What Asian country, quote unquote, invented methamphetamine in 1919? 19, 1919. Methamphetamine. 1919. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go India. Ooh, that's not a bad guess. Japan. Japan. Japan? Yeah. Okay. Were they the hookup to the Nazis? They gave us sushi and methamphetamine. <laughs> That's why I live in Vegas. And I love them for both of those. Step all night. <laughs> I don't eat much, but when I do, it's kind of hard to eat on meth, so sushi goes down easy. <laughs> all right, the question. 60%, 6 zero, 60% of the world's geysers are in what country? Uh, what country? Geysers. I'm going to show your mom uh, my geyser on Sunday. Geyser. Geyser. Don't you know, you're the only ones I know are in the U.S. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Just you like that. Yeah, By the way, yeah. 60% are just in the U.S. 60% of the world's geysers are in Yellowstone. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So any other geysers outside of there add so to So we got that in tornadoes, basically. Yeah. I mean, Have you ever heard of a tornado hitting another country? Ever, ever. I mean, it was normal. Ever, yes. But we have like seasons of them. We have seasons, but that's why, you know, when you live someplace, nothing's exotic, right? So it just is what it is. But if you're from another country and we talk about middle America, like, oh, yeah, man, it's Tornado Alley. Keep in mind, Mm -hmm. they don't get tornadoes, and tornadoes are remarkably destructive. People think we are insane. We get hooboobs, and we get earthquakes, and we get hurricanes. But our hooboobs aren't quite as bad. Like, we have A cup hooboobs compared to some of the D cup hooboobs. New Mexico get a hooboob, but yeah. We still get a cup. I mean, there's only only the coastal areas get hurricanes, so it's like. But even then, only one part of the coast. Middle America gets tornadoes. And the earthquakes. Do you want earthquakes? Do you want tornadoes? Do you want hurricanes? Or do you no want hurricane. Blizzards? Hurricane, no, because of the water damage. Sure. Uh, tornado, no, because of the wind damage. I'd take blizzards. I'm going to go haboob because I think it would do really good things for my skin. It'd be like a complete exfoliation process. Can't take a haboob. No. And I've told you this a thousand times. As somebody that's been in a sandstorm the last hours on end, you do not want to be in a sandstorm. Really? They, it's a sandstorm or haboob. Was that your first mask uh, experience? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's how I Did know they how to... get you ready for COVID-19 uh, just when you're in the desert and sandstorm? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, I mean, you look like, like you look like your uh, your scarf looks like something from I don't know, like uh, one movie, like Mad Max. Yeah. It's, a, it's an Israeli tactical scarf. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Just, is it really? Yeah. I know you always call it that. That's just... what they're called. <laughs> and yeah. I went online. You learn how to tie them up. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. But yeah, seriously, man, those sandstorms are all, you can't see anything. And how long does it last? Depends on the storm. I mean, like but the, the one this you're year in. at Burning Man, we had one that lasted like maybe half an hour. All right. But 2014, the first year I went, we had a day where it just lasted all day. What do you do? Well, you figure out a way to entertain yourself. Drugs. And, okay. okay. But uh, I mean, do you, you, yeah, do you, you shelter you, you together? Can't go outside. That would be a problem for yeah. me. The first year we went, we were too dumb to know that. So I still rode around, and then I, I, I and a sandstorm. Yeah, and then I, I got lost, and luckily I got rescued by some kiwis, <laughs> and they were. I mean, it's such a weird story, but imagine being on your bike. You can't see anything. You just say, hey, mate. Hey, mate. <laughs> yeah. And I like go over there, and it's a bunch of people from New Zealand. And right. they have like a full bar with fans going and Ooh. stuff. And I was like, great. So How long did you hang out? I popped in there. I hung out for like, I don't know, probably like two or three hours with them. Because you have to, right? <laughs> they were just excited. And I never found them again. My buddy Cobb still thinks I'm lying about them. <laughs> yeah, New, New Zealanders <laughs> in the desert. Connect with the Men's Room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef in the house. Thank you. There they are. Yep. Thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. That was wild. 
which is crazy. Our crowd is social distancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have some random foods uh, you didn't know you could enjoy at home, right? So nowadays, everybody's trying different things yes, and whatnot. Yes, like yeah. sourdough bread and baking. Yeah, I was going to say bacon. Stop. Yeah, they're baking a lot of stuff. Cut it out. Yeah, well, and also, too, some restaurants have honestly released their recipes now. They're like, I've seen that, Go man. for it. Okay, right. but um, just know one thing. The restaurants release the recipes, but like anyone, they ain't giving you the full thing. There's one pinch of something that they're not going to tell you, and they shouldn't. <laughs> you think that's the same with like diners, drive-ins, and dives, and they show how it's made? Absolutely. Like, don't film this portion of it because that's the family well, secret recipe. Because look, of man, stuff. everyone knows how to make things. Like, you can make a burger at home, you right. can make marinara, but restaurants, there's always something a little bit better. So even yeah. when they give the recipe, you'll probably get the consistency, most of the taste. But trust me, there's a secret or two okay. they're not going to tell. Uh, copycat Wendy's chili. Uh, basically, it's it's the same chili you think. You can make it in an instant Make pot. a hamburger. Make it also night. be done in a Grab the hamburger pan. the next day. Or a crock pot. Right. Man, I've made Wendy's chili for years. My buddy. Everybody does, my, man. Well, basically, look, they took their old, not old ground beef, yep. but the burgers that didn't sell. That's it. Like, how do, how do we Joel, keep cost? Hey, man, you even scrape off the ketchup on this or whatever. Like, my buddy Joel used to Why be the closing you manager. Off ketchup? You're not gonna taste because, you have, because you have a lot of burgers that either were mistakes or whatever. Right, right. So you still keep the burger. And at the end of the night, you take all the leftovers or what was left on the hot pan before you got, even though they're made to order, they still have. You can make or, miles. You can make your egg uh, McBlufflin sandwiches at home. Say it right, McBlufflin. Copycat Tate's chocolate chip Cookies, the secret, you can't sea salt on top after they tates. bake them. It's not, it's not the same. You can't. And then today, tates. perfectly cooked buffalo chicken wings, Miles. Okay. Let's have one. You have perfectly baked buffalo chicken wings? Where did you get those? So, against my better judgment, we used the air fryer. Okay. Yes! So we got to see if you enjoy them. All right. I'm in. I don't even think you should. What do you mean you don't think I should? You talk so much smack. Who's I want this real crispy one. Who uh who who do uh where are these oh, from? Oh, well, feel that. Uh mm. that's a frozen chicken wing. Mm-hmm. And then uh mm. mm-hmm. That's <laughs> really good. Does it taste that much better than baking them in an oven? Oh my god, yeah. Have you tried one? I, I have not. I have not the air fryer okay. either. Just do it. Here. Just do it. Get in there. All right. You will understand what I'm saying. It's the same frozen stuff that you buy at the grocery store. The air fryer is just a world of difference. That's so much better. All right, that's all I'm saying. It really is, isn't it? Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Right? And it's the same cheap-ass frozen bag or whatever that we all buy. You put it in the air fryer, and Mm -hmm. bam. It's much better. What is oh, that? Chef Mike. All right. (laughs) Now we have some curly fries. Oh, no way. Yeah, man. You know. Get out of here. Are they from the air fryer? this morning. Mm. (laughs) Called QFC. (laughs) Wow, curly fries. I, yeah, well, we, we got you what you like, man. Oh, man. Curly fries and mm. chicken wings. Oh, man. Do you have one of these? The Is air fryer, bro. I, I think they're really good. Oh, I, mm. Damn it! <laughs> You're mad. They're good, aren't they? are good as advertised. You sons of bitches, I've been trying to tell you. I've been telling you, I am not I, wrong. Mm-hmm. There was no, no right. exaggeration. These are just plain-ass regular chicken wings? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I bought, what are they? Was it? Can't remember the brand, Mike. Uh, Doesn't chef, matter. Mike Hawk. Yes. I think they were called like to go Buffalo style chicken wings. They're great. Right. Can't remember if it was like Tyson or Foster Farms. One of those people. I will say uh, there is no sauce on these. I didn't have time to put the sauce on them, so that's, that's right. why you're it's the sous chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, they're mmm <laughs> saucy. Wow. By the way, <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're fantastic. <laughs> I know. Good stuff. Miles, do we get one now? Yes. I mean, taste this. Just shut up and say yes. Come yeah, on, I mean, man. I should. <laughs> uh-huh. But I mean, this is what I'd be eating all the time. Yeah, right. Curly so that's fries big, and chicken wings. Right. So that's my big fear. Is if exactly. I, if I had this right. air fryer, that's all I would be doing is eating chicken wings. Say anyway. it again out loud and listen how stupid the words are you said. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, uh, Robin, you have one as well. No, Mike has one. Mm. That we're using Mike's today, by the yes. way. That's uh, right. fantastic. How much is. did your unit cost, Mike? Do you remember? Uh, Fifty bucks. So you can buy one for as cheap as 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it, it produces stuff that tastes as good. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah, I would also, uh, Mike, have you have you cooked any vegetables in there? No. I just assume Phil <laughs> hasn't. Come on, come on. Has, has come your on. wife cooked some crispy vegetables in there? No. Oh, full full. All right, yeah, solid. Sorry, man. Ooh, it's a can you do Nick Cage with a mouthful of food? My mouth is so full of hot curly fries. Now, how long did you have to cook the, uh, the curly fries for? The talk. 
So with the curly fries, unfortunately, I did have to expedite a little bit of the cooking here. But the the curly fries take about 12 to 16 minutes on 350 degrees. And then the chicken had to go for about 15 minutes on 400 degrees. So did my best, tried to expedite it as much as I could, tried to play with it a little bit. So That was good. They're they're not even to their full capacity as far as goodness goes. And you're still eating fries. Mm -hmm. Look, bro, this is all I'm saying. And I mean this honest to God, right? For a fairly... Do we have napkins, by the way? I just feel... No, that's a negative. Damn it! Um... So you don't have a wait staff. It's just the chef and the sous chef. Well, look, we had to pare down things. I know. Tough time hey, man, right now. I get it. I get it. Inslee made his uh, decision. But oh, thank you, Robin. Uh, but it's just this for a fairly small amount of money, ma'am. And it's not just the initial expense of buying the air fryer, but you're eating the stuff, right? So the stuff that we're eating is reasonably cheap, even at the grocery store. And everyone's trying to save money, and I'm telling you now, I would rather spend. 200 bucks on an air fryer, which could be a grocery bill, but the difference is some of the grocery bill you get, and obviously you're not going to eat this all the time because it's not that healthy, blah, 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 but on the weekends, man, well, Especially at night, if you have if kids, in- you can throw some stuff in and make it easy. Brother, kids if meal, you right? got kids, do yourself. Th- this would be the one time you don't mind eating dino nuggets with them. That is not a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, also, and some of the recipes I was talking about earlier, uh, I was going to say, uh, there's a, a, a link to a bunch of these copycat recipes posted on the Men's Room Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's from delish.com. But there's a ton of stuff on there, man. And honestly, like, now with these air fryers, and it's not just air fryers. I saw you can buy, like, to make your Egg McMuffins. They, there's, like, machines that just help you make breakfast sandwiches. You just, like, oh. crack the egg in there, mm-hmm. and then you toast the muffin at the same time. I did time. see that, yeah. No, exactly. Uh, some of the comments come in. It says, for God's sakes, Miles, get an air fryer already. You won't regret it. You won't. And again, but I understand yours and Ted's position, which is if I get this, basically I can buy this cheap ass frozen whatever, and it's this good. Yeah, it becomes problematic. Someone else says, bake a potato in an air fryer. Next effing level. I did do Ooh. potato skins in the air fryer. All right, is They're it? So I, I need a crispy skin. You know what I'm saying? I'm the skin was good. Here was the thing I found out with the air fryer as far as the cheese goes. So, cheese, with the average potato skin, cheese, uh, cheddar cheese, very oily. So when it melts, right, it spreads a lot. The air fryer man that crisp up the edges, it just stayed in place. Excuse me. Ooh. Oh. Now, There's... see, that, that's not helping the air fryer argument. How do you know that's not part of the air fryer? That is part of the air fryer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it uh, naturally releases its own gases. Right, but again, uh, if you want some of those copycat <laughs> recipes, go to the Men's Room Facebook page. There's a bunch of them on there. Do the it. Yeah. And then enjoy your air fryers. Thank mm. you. I'm slowly, slowly. Do you accept that's, that's... my air fryer praise now? You understand why I'm so excited mm-hmm. to go home and look. On any given day, I can eat this. I can make this while I'm trying to figure out what I quote-unquote want to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all have the food. Yeah. Like, instead of eating cheese and all the rest of that crap, like you can make this and figure out what to eat for dinner. Man. Good stuff. Connect with the guys. Find The Men's Room at Facebook.com slash The Men's Room. Now, back to The Men's Room on The Men's Room Radio Network. Robin, and we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve of Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. And today we chose the Athol Hampton Hall in Dorset, England. Now, most of us are not familiar with this, but apparently in England, this place is a big to-do. You see, the Athol Hampton Hall, it's an old 15th century castle and estate, and as such, it makes itself available to the public if the public wants to have private functions. So we're talking stuff like graduation parties, weddings, weddings receptions, etc., etc. Now, Athol Hampton Hall was originally built by the Martin family. Martin! Uh whose family crest, I cannot explain why, but the family crest, it featured a monkey sitting on a tree stump, and then the family quote under that was, he who looks at Martin's ape, Martin's ape will look at him. All right, whatever. It was 500 years ago. Who the hell knows? Well, 500 years later, it's considered one of the most haunted places on planet Earth, certainly one of the most haunted places in the United Kingdom. So who do people think is haunting uh, Athelhampton. And keep in mind, part of the appeal of this place, to people that want to do wedding receptions and all that, is that apparently it's haunted by the ghost from the past. People want to see this ghost because the ghost is described, quote, as friendly and non-menacing. So who is haunting the place? Is it the patriarch of the Martin family? No. Is it the matriarch? Of course not. One of the kids? No. Servants? Nothing like that. According to guests, the ghost roaming the halls is the monkey 
from the family crest. Personally, I've never heard of a monkey haunting, but here we are. What makes this particular monkey, uh, monkey haunting shot worthy is this apparent ghost. And I'm not making this up. According to the folks that have visited Athel, Hall, uh, Athel Hampton Hall, is that this particular ghost monkey, it is actively masturbating when it haunts. Again, I'm, what? Listen, Ted. <laughs> Athel Hampton Hall apparently is haunted by the monkey of the Martin family from 500 years ago. I guess this monkey was known historically as getting it on with himself. So the idea now is people want to do the receptions and stuff because seemingly you can see the masturbating monkey. But I don't want to see that. You say you don't, Miles, but people are excited to go there. People that don't see the monkey are disappointed. People that have seen it say that it's exactly what you think it is. And apparently, on occasion, it will appear in the background of photographs. So here you are taking a picture of you and your lovely bride. And in the background, someone says, is is that a masturbating monkey? And you go, it sure is. That's Ethel Hall Hampton. Okay. I don't that know. That is but insanity. I have never heard of such a thing in my life. Somebody has a vivid imagination. Apparently, a lot of people do, man. It's 500 years of there's a ghost, and that ghost is a masturbating monkey. I hope they're telling the truth because it makes me happy. If that's I, the first ghost sighting, if that's the first documentation of an actual ghost as a masturbating monkey, the whole thing. I mean, you don't know. You don't know that. That's been going on for years. Not some woman who, you know, lost her children in a house fire or anything so like that. So why would you stay? It makes less a sense to me. A masturbating monkey is the first ghost they ever find? That makes more sense to me. Look, I'm going to haunt a place, all right? I've lost my kids to a tragic fire. As a parent, to what you said earlier, the last place I want to be is this place of absolute desperation and tragedy. I'm a masturbating monkey. I'm in the afterlife. I think, what's my favorite thought? I love handling my business like, in this house. Like monkeys get a porn purgatory. Yeah. Well, there you go. So if you check out the Athel Hampton house, maybe you too can see a masturbating. Schedule an event now. It's the ghost of By Curious George. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.